Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm your host, Jake. <laughs> and I'm your guide, Josh. And I definitely didn't say Morphin Grid like I was about to. <laughs> you did not. I, I did, can confirm. I didn't say it. What you heard was all one take. Yep. I definitely thought it, and that's why I paused for a second. Anyway, Josh, where are we going today? We are going to a few places. Oh, hot dog. We are going to the Dragon's Den. Okay. Wrap up Blackthorn. We're going to go to Route 45? 46? Yeah. Both well, of those, maybe. Hang on. Or maybe even two. <laughs> yeah, 45 and 46. And in between, we're going to stop off in the Dark Cave. Okay. So we got a lot of ground to cover, but it's not a lot like of stuff to cover. Yeah, it's just it's a couple roots and two caves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we do that, there is some, some pretty minor obscure pokemon news i think that we we just gonna we're gonna hop over to that real quick so we can tell you about this really tiny little thing really so josh what little tiny bit of news do we have today well about a week ago, unsurprisingly, on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. But it was also our off week, so it wasn't like... Don't, don't matter. But it wasn't the day after we recorded. That's true. So that's a, it feels a little better to me anyway. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, Pokemon sent this tweet. What's this? Shifty eye looking emoji. Uh -huh. You know, the two big eyes looking to the yeah, yeah. left. Trainers, a new species of Pokemon has just been discovered. What do you think? Should we let you in on some details? So there's a new entire Pokemon. <laughs> Nintendo of America replied to this Pokemon tweet with, sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> At least the social media managers uh, are having fun. Yeah, and even Pokemon Go is like, we think it's time with a fire emoji. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. It's that hot Pokemon news. Uh, so then they posted a video. Of Professor Willow, the professor from Pokemon Go. Right. On a FaceTime call with Professor Oak from Let's Go. Sure. So they look very different. They don't look the same at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and they revealed a new Pokemon. Now, this Pokemon, the story of this Pokemon is, is a little strange. Uh -huh. So what happened, how it was first discovered before it was revealed was someone was data mining Pokemon Go. And I guess... I, they love doing a data mine, I don't guess they? they just are constantly doing it. So from what I could understand, because they talked about it a little bit on It's Super Effective a couple weeks ago, uh -huh. is you like dump the app on your computer or something similar to that. And there's sure. a program that you run that's like, show me this Pokemon. Show me this one. Show me this one. Right. And um, I don't remember the guy's name. It's... It might be Charles, but spelled funny. Sh Charles. I think Char Charles. 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 He said, show me Kecleon, because Kecleon's not in Pokemon Go yet. And I guess right. they're like, we can get a jump on when it's going to come out. And this Pokemon came back that was not a Kecleon. Okay. It was a, a nut, like the like a tool nut. Like, a, like the opposite of a bolt. Yes. Like a Bolt's best friend, a nut. <laughs> On top of a goopy body with like a tiny little red tail coming out of it. Okay. Um, so that blew up. Possible new Pokemon, all this sure. stuff. Sure. It's a ditto body. It's exactly a ditto it looks body. Like a di it looks like someone popped a nut on a ditto. Yeah. <laughs> and it has a little mm, eye. I don't love that phrasing. It has a little eye 
inside of the nut. Yeah. And so then the Chikorita Community Day happened in Pokemon Go. It happened first in Japan? Probably. I think. And then just like worked its way across and the globe. And Community Day is where like there's a lot of this one thing happening. Yeah. Right. And like usually it's you can get shinies of that Pokemon. Like the, they released the shinies right. of the Pokemon on those Shana days. got one and named it a sweet potato because it's like an orangey brown. Yeah. <laughs> Very cute. Very sweet. As soon as the Chikorita Community Day ended, the minute it was over... Every Pokemon on the map turned into this blobby nut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For like 30 minutes, and then they they went away. And as the community day traveled across the globe because of time zones, it kept happening. It, kept, it wasn't like a one-off oopsie do. Yeah. So at first they were like, oh, they just they messed up and they revealed this Pokemon. But like they could have shut it down in all the other time zones if that had right. happened. So I'm pretty sure it was intentional because the video they released the day after is like, hey, Oh, and if you caught them, they just turned into a ditto. Okay. The, so the video the day after is, hey, dittos every, all over the world were turning into this weird Pokemon. What is it? For like, I don't know, four minutes of the video, Professor Oak's like, I don't know, never seen it. Could be anything. Who knows? Uh, Professor Willow's like, dittos must have seen it and turned into it. And then Professor Oak just goes, I have seen it in an ancient text. That's the mythical Pokemon, Meltan. Okay. So it is a new Pokemon. Yeah. I feel like the reason it was in Kecleon's spot in the data is because they've only done through Gen 3 for Pokemon Go. Yeah. So I don't think there's any Gen 4 data. Right. So instead of like having to code a new spot in, they just temporarily threw it into an open one because Kecleon is not out. Right. Because Kecleon has like a weird thing about it. Yeah. That you told me about that I did not know. Yeah. Its ability is camouflage. If it gets hit by a move, it turns into that move's type. That's so good. Yeah. That's so cool. I didn't know that about Kecleon <laughs> until like the other day when you told me. Yeah. So I think they just put him in that empty spot just because they had a spot they weren't using and it was only for this one day. Right. Um, Chances are, and all the evidence is pointing to, this being the Pokemon that you get for linking Pokemon Go to Pokemon Let's Go, because at the end of that video, they showed footage of it in Let's Go, and they have said it's going to be a fully playable Pokemon in Pokemon uh -huh. Let's Go, but Pokemon Go is the key to getting it into that game. I really like how they had them pop up. There's a bunch of them, every, like millions of them everywhere across yeah. the planet, and then when you caught them, they turned into a ditto, because that makes it seem like it is a mistake. Yeah. Because it has like a ditto body and a nut sometimes is like a like symbol for like, we're working on it. Like we just put right. it out here because we're, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's in progress. And like the red tail kind of looks like a, like a graphical error at first. Yeah. And so um, like, it also does, it was fully animated. It has its own cry. Okay. Um, it has a shiny form where the red tail is blue. And that was more, more evidence pointing toward Kecleon because Kecleon shiny is its stripe changes from red to blue okay and it's also like when you look at it on the pokemon go map the little tail just looks like a zigzag it doesn't look like anything yeah. i guess it's supposed to be like an audio cable of some kind i have no idea because it has like two little prongs sticking out of uh, it okay I, it's a very weird pokemon it's really weird it's an ancient pokemon but it's like a metal nut t terminator like it's, yeah. it's like a t2 ditto yep it doesn't though. have an eye inside the nut. It has like a pupil that floats in there. Yeah. Uh, because of magnetism. Because of magnets. <laughs> no one knows. However, they, they work. work. No one knows. <laughs> but I like that it was like, oh, all these dittos saw this one Pokemon, so they turned into it. Like that's a really clever yeah. way to reveal it like a new Pokemon. And like not 
having 15 trailers all about it before they showed it anywhere. Just like yeah. it spontaneously showing up in Pokemon Go and then disappearing after half an hour got everybody talking about it. Yeah. I thought it was a mistake for like a day. Yeah. A lot of people did. I was like, I don't know. Because there was one point, I think when it ended in America, where right before they like blinked out, they turned into Kecleons. <laughs> okay. Which I think means maybe Kecleon is coming soon. Maybe. Um, but that, that makes it seem like more of a mistake. Like we put this thing here because it's like we're working on Kecleon. Yeah. So I here's, only saw, here's what this is. I only saw one screen grab of that and I haven't heard like a whole lot about it. So I don't know That's how widespread it yeah. was. Weird. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a new Pokemon. Yeah, uh, they did show like an infographic on it. Uh, its name is Meltan. Okay. Its category is the Hexnut Pokemon. Sure. It's a Steel type. Uh, it is eight inches tall and weighs seventeen point six pounds. That's a heavy boy. He's pretty dense. It's a dense liquid metal Terminator. <laughs> yep. With a nut head. With a little. Well, <laughs> his head is a nut. Okay. Um, okay. I am excited to hear the lore on this Pokemon. I am too. When he's, it comes out. He's weirdly cute. It's like one of those, the more you look at it, the cuter it gets. I like it's how its eye, like its pupil, is its emotions. Like you can yeah, tell what like it you is. you can tell when it's smiling because yeah. it does like the anime eye. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Uh, we got two more bits of news. Yeah, one of them's pretty small. I just wanted to talk about it because I'm a little excited about it. Okay. And I like the mechanic. In Pokemon Let's Go, they had a trailer like about the legendary birds. Right. So there there's going to be like cutscenes and part of the story when you encounter them um and you have to battle them. Sure. Obviously. Right. Uh so you actually you, you will battle them like normal. But you don't get because of the way capturing works and let's go, you have to defeat them in battle first and then you get the chance to capture them afterwards. Okay. And I really like that. I think that's a cool yeah. mechanic. Because it makes them feel like a boss battle. Instead of just like another Pokemon. And you don't have to feel bad for knocking them out because that's the goal of fighting it. Right. And then you get to catch it. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then there's another new Pokemon. This is less <laughs> exciting. Um, This one's been out for a while. We just never talked about it. Yeah. Let me pull it up. It looks like um a like if a Power Ranger if a Power was a Ranger, cat. <laughs> if a Power Ranger villain... If Lord Zed pulled a monster out of Neopets, yeah, <laughs> it would be this. Uh, its name is Zeraora. I I don't know if we've ever mentioned it before. Or I not. don't think we have. Uh, but it got data mined when Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out because it's in the those files, right? Um, they just love doing a data mine, don't they? they just they hate surprises and God, fun. Hate them. Uh, and then. Every time they data mine something, Pokemon then has to talk, talk about, about it, it and do something about it. Yeah. It sucks. But anyway, it's going to be available in GameStops from October 19th to November 9th in the United States uh, to tie in with the new movie because I think it's going to have a pretty substantial role in The Power of Us. There's a new movie? Yeah. Oh, I saw the trailer for that. That looks really good. It should be very good. I'm actually very excited like, about that. I just I like these movie reboots they're doing. Yeah. Because Pokemon I Choose You is a very good movie. I still got to see that. We uh, should do like a commentary or something for it on yeah. our, when we get to our hiatus. And then this is like a follow-up to that where the Pokemon, the movie 2000, was subtitled The Power of One. This is The Power so of Us. So now this one's Pokemon The Power of Us. That's very good. I did see Lugia. Yeah, Lugia best, will be in My best girl it. is in there, so... Yep. Very excited about that. Um, that's all the news we got 
for now. Yeah. So let's uh, let's get on tour. Our first stop today is located across Blackthorn's Great Lake. It's not a great lake. It's a little lake. It's a, it's a pretty good lake. The nice lake of Blackthorn uh, <laughs> uh, behind the gym is the Dragon's Den. Okay. This is a, this is a Canadian version of Shark Tank. Is it? That's that's it. everything. Everywhere else, Shark Tank <laughs> is called the Dragon's Den. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. You said Shark Tank, and I jumped to Shark Week. No. And I was like, Yeah, Shark Week can... is about dragons in Canada. <laughs> dragons aren't real, but I want to oh, I want to see that. Not here. Not in America. They're all in Canada. Canada's got all the Canada's, good dragons. Canada's best kept secret. Canada. Canada's got some good ones. China's got some great dragons. Yeah. Um, Europe's got a couple good ones. We They're everywhere but America. America doesn't have any dragons. We got Except for Daniel Bryan. It's kind of a dragon. <laughs> it's more of a Nessie. It's just a Nessie. Nessie's not a dragon. Uh, so you walk into the dragon's den, and you go down not one, but two ladders. Ooh. We're going deep underground. Deep, we're diving deep. Uh, into a large cavern flooded by an underground lake. Because uh, Johto just loves an underground lake. They do. I kind of love that about Johto. I do too. Underground <laughs> lakes rule. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's rocks breaking the surface from the water uh, that form two paths across the lake. The two, I say two paths. There's like a side path and the open lake. Sure. If you just surf across the open lake, you will come to a little bit of a landing in the south uh, that is behind a building, but the building is blocked off by a fence. So you have to go around and take the smaller path that's along the western wall. Right. Uh, which is blocked by a whirlpool, so you'll have to have a Pokemon with you that can take care of that. Oh, gotta, gotta bust out. Well, you, I mean, a lot of water Pokemon can learn whirlpool, so. Just about all of them. So I don't think I see that would be too big of a problem. <laughs> Though I did find out, because I'm playing through Crystal at the moment, because I want to get that Celebi at the end. Yeah. Uh, Totodile can't learn waterfall it has to evolve first that's weird it's very frustrating now i have to teach it to my red gyarados because i didn't catch any other pokemon because <laughs> i'm just like rushing through it <laughs> uh and you need it wait to you get... picked a totodile no i glitched all three of them oh so like a cheater would yeah i cheated disappointed josh <laughs> disappointed <laughs> in crystal and heart gold and soul silver there's some trainers down here. Uh, their Pokemon range from levels 33 to 37. Gold and silver, there's nobody. I guess it's just like an empty cave. Okay, that makes sense. They were busy. <laughs> <laughs> the game was full. Also in gold and silver, when you come in here, that building is locked. You can't go in. Okay. So the test you have to pass for Claire in gold and silver is you have to come into the cave and locate the dragon fang. Which is like all the way down. It's like right where the building is. Okay. It's maybe a little bit past it on the right side. And then she will come down and say, you did it. You passed the test. You can have the rising badge because I'm done being a whiny baby. I got over myself. <laughs> uh, but in Crystal and Heart Gold and Soul Silver, the Dragon Shrine is open. And you'll go inside and you'll meet the Dragon Master, who's the same sprite as every other old man in the so game. So... This is the Dragon Master, and Lance is a better Dragon Master than her. Yes. So where does this guy rank? This guy is Lance's dad. This is, this is, his, <laughs> this is Papa Lance. Lance Sr. He's got eight capes. 
Uh, when you go in, he will ask you a series of questions about your feelings and treatment of Pokemon, and if you answer them all compassionately, you will be rewarded with a special Dratini that knows the exclusive move Extreme Speed, which it can't learn any other way. I okay. feel like I think the only way you can get a Dratini and therefore a Dragonite with Extreme Speed is from this guy, either in Crystal or Heart Gold and Soul. So Silver. you could technically get this. Into your the current generation. Yes. It would be tricky. You could do it through the virtual console version of Crystal. Yeah. Transfer it to Pokemon Bank and then transfer it over to Sun and Moon. Right. Uh, or you could do it in Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Trade transfer it. it to Unova. Transfer it to Kalos. <laughs> and then trade it to Sun and Moon. Tra- yes. And then put that into Pokemon Bank from there. Yeah. Who? What's Extreme Speed do? Uh, it's like a more powerful quick attack. Oh, radical. I think it's 80 base damage instead of 40. Dang. Yeah. That's a quick That's a quick kid. Uh, and then once you answer the questions and you get the Dratini, that's when Claire gives you the badge in those games. Okay. We talked about this a little bit in the Blackthorn episode, but outside on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you can find Silver. He's not here training, but he's thinking about it. He's here loitering. <laughs> he's like, man, I should train here and I'll be like, good. I'm going to think about that twice a week, but I'm never going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um. And after you defeat him at Mount Moon, this is when the battle with Claire and Lance will happen, where Claire wants to team up with Silver, but Silver thinks she dresses like an idiot, so he teams uh, up with you. I love that. <laughs> Say, Silver, you, you're back. You do all right. You're doing, okay, you, you had a rough <laughs> life, but it seems like you got a good head on your shoulders, just needed a nudge in the right direction. Uh, I got some more information about the battle. I got the Pokemon everyone uses. So your rival will have yeah. uh, a level 60 of whatever starter they ended up with, a level 58 Crobat and a level 56 Gengar. Okay. Claire has a level 52 Dragonair, a level 56 Kingdra, and a level 60 Dragonite. And then Lance has a level 68 Gyarados, a level 68 Charizard, and a level 75 Dragonite. Okay. So Lance is a lot stronger than everybody else in that battle. See, <laughs> Except maybe for you at that point. Because if you're battling him after you fight him in Mount Moon, you've already gone through a, a fairly decent little chunk of Kanto. Right. So you're probably up around level seven. Your one Pokemon that you're using because you're 12 years old running through a Pokemon yeah, game you is probably level like 96. You, yeah, you don't need to use anyone else. No. you can. I know there's type advantages. You can power your way through those. They don't matter if you're strong enough. Yeah, if you're just 10, if you're like 15 <laughs> levels higher than everybody else, that goes away. <laughs> uh, and we're going to do a little, something a little different. We skipped Pokemon altogether in the last episode, like yeah. what wild ones show up. Yeah. Because there's just the one pond, and I'm sure it was like nothing. Uh, yeah, it's like a Magikarp and a Tentacle. Um, so I, I did something a little different in my notes. I wrote down some notable Pokemon that you can catch in these areas. Okay. And so down here, you can get Dratini and Dragonair by Ooh. fishing with the Super Rod. Okay. Uh, Dratini has a 30% chance. Dragonair has a 10% chance. I think everything else you catch is a Magikarp. So. Sure. <laughs> you gotta break a lot of eggs to get that omelet. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. That wraps up Blackthorn. Nothing else going on here. All right. That's it for the Dragon's Den. So we will now head south to Route 45. Okay. Uh, Route 45 actually is very interesting. Okay. Not because of what's on it. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Because it's just a route. It's very long. It runs from north to south from Blackthorn to 
uh, Route, no, yeah, from Blackthorn to Route 46 or something. This is where you can get Teddy Ursus. Yes. That, that's how I know this route. Spent a lot of time here. Uh, what is very interesting about this route, to me at least, uh, so in the original games, Gold, Silver, and Crystal, it's just a regular route. It's just solid ground. There's a lot of ledges and stuff yeah. that block your way from going back forward, so you can't go... Can't you can climb it. You can leave Blackthorn, but you can't go back. Right. In the remakes, though, they they sexed this route real up. I don't. That's a weird sentence. It's <laughs> yeah, a weird no, way for me to I say. Mean, it. I, I know what you mean. We use the term uh, "sexed up" a lot in our everyday lives. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of it just being a flat route of like dirt and tall grass, they decided to cut it in half down the middle with a river. Sure. Um. And so now this is flooding back to me. <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> it was kind of cut in half before there would be because like, it's between two mountains and there would be like some bigger those bigger like rocky the hills bowlers, in the yeah. middle and there's the ledges and stuff um but now it's cut completely down the middle by this river that's down a cliff so you can't like surf on it or fish in it or anything right and then there's six bridges throughout the route that cross over back and forth um uh, which really makes it look a lot nicer. It looks great. It's a really good looking route. It's real fun to play because it, it like feels like you are. It doesn't feel like you're just walking down a hill. There's like a yeah. you're like on a like an obstacle course essentially. Yeah, you were you were just tucked away in this secret little mountain dragon town. Yeah, which obviously is right next to a river because dragon and river seems to like go together. Yeah, for me. Well, I think in in um, like either Japanese or Chinese mythology, like that they're they're not like always tied together, but like the Magikarp is like it swam up a river and became a dragon, right? You know, so like they there it's there. This route reminds me a lot of the river course for Pokemon Snap too, or the mount the mountain course because that also you were just on a river flowing between the mountains, right? And that's where you knock Magikarp into the waterfall. And sure, Gyarados's giant head pops out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's the same thing, though. There are ledges strategically placed so you can't go back up. Um, but by now you can fly, so you can get back there yeah, whenever, if you, need, whenever if you, you want need to. Yeah, you need to get back. Yeah. I, I, I remember doing that a lot because I was like, oh, this is where I can get Teddy Ursa? I'm going to spend a lot of time yeah. here now. <laughs> Speaking of, I have these broken down by version exclusives Ooh, for these, hot these interesting Pokemon yeah. from this route. Uh, Pokemon Gold, you have a 20% chance of finding a Gligar. Glygar. Okay. I think it's pronounced Glygar. Glygar. I haven't bought that book yet, but I look at it well, every it, day. It glides, so yeah. I'm assuming it's Glygar. Um, that's a 20% chance. Teddy Ursa is a 10% chance. Oh, I know. <laughs> and is gold exclusive. That's It's a gold exclusive, but later it's in Soul Silver. It's Soul Silver exclusive because they switched a lot of uh, the exclusives between the versions when they popped that's up. weird. It is weird. I made sure. I, I checked. That you got the right one? Because <laughs> so, I was like, I'm going to get a Teddy Ursa. It seems a little bit skewed. If the gold exclusive is Gligar, Gligar, you'll get it right. One I gotta get. I gotta get over it. Uh, that's a twenty percent chance. The counterpart to that in silver is Skarmory. Okay, which is a five percent chance. Okay, and then instead of Teddy Ursa, you have Fampy, which is a ten percent chance. Those are flat, no matter what time it is in those games. Okay. However, in Crystal, it changed it up a little bit. Uh, Gligar is still there at twenty percent. Skarmory is 5%, but you can't catch it at night. It's only out during the morning and the day. Fanpy is knocked down to a 5% chance and is only out in the morning. And Donphan is now here at a 10% chance. Okay. 
only in the morning. So the dads come out at night. Dads come out in the morning. Dads come out. Well, that's when dads are up. Yeah, they got to get ready for work. Dads are always up in the morning. My dad gets up very early. Daddy needs his coffee. (laughs) (laughs) He needs to take a swig of coffee, kiss mom, take one bite of bacon, and go to work. And go to work. And leave a whole breakfast on the table. (laughs) Movies? Yeah, I was like, I feel like you're referencing so many movies (laughs) I can't pinpoint. Any movie with a working dad. Yeah, Jingle All the Way. Anyone, really. (laughs) Now, I failed as a researcher. <laughs> <laughs> this route run, runs a long way north to south. Yeah. On the south side, there's an exit that goes off. I think that just goes to Route 46. I did not follow I'm, up and check that. I'm pretty sure because I know, I remember you can go up through Route 46 to the very end of this route. Yeah. But you can't get onto it because it's all ledges and stuff. Right. So I, I think. That sounds right. I think that's where that is. Uh, but way back up by the entrance to Blackthorn City and in the remakes just across the first bridge is the entrance to the Dark Cave. Okay. Cleverly titled. Uh, so Dark Cave is made up of two chambers. There's the Blackthorn side and the Violet side. It's all one level. You don't ever go up or down. Okay. Obviously, it's pitch black inside. That's why it's called a Dark Cave. It's a Dark Cave. You can use Flash to navigate. Or you can wander around like an idiot. <laughs> just bump in the walls. Like, just, can't go that way. Yep, can't go that just way. Kind of Hope you brought out. an escape rope if you're trying that. Or a diglet. Or a diglet. Somebody, somebody with teleport, maybe. Yeah, Abra. Yeah. Could get you out of there. Otherwise, you're just like... You got to bump your way back, and sometimes that could be harder. Yes. Because <laughs> you don't know where you are. No. And you you can't don't know what anything them. looks like. You just know where you can't go. Yeah. <laughs> you just know when you're not making any more progress. So we're going to enter from the Blackthorn side, uh, which spits us out in a little hallway, and just around the corner is a cave lake. Heck yeah. It's a little one. It's more of a cave pond. Cave pond. But it's not, it's not so little that like you can't call it a lake. Right. Uh, and there's t- not two ways across. There's two ways you can go across it. You can go across it to the south or to the northwest. The exit to Violet to the Violet side is in the southwest corner. If you go up to the northwest, it probably leads to an item. I think it's just a dead end. You'd have to come back. Or it leads back around a different way to that same exit. Right. Because uh, the exit into the Violet chamber is surrounded by ledges. So if you come out that way, you can't go through right they really don't want you to go to blackthorn city well, uh, no, right away yeah it's a secret <laughs> they, which i really like that they kind of made it a metroidvania a little bit a little bit even the terrain is like there's something up there but you gotta go around yeah but you're gonna have to go a long way like, you can't get there from here <laughs> me as the earth don't want you to go there yet. yeah you gotta find it it's a secret <laughs> you gotta go through the really cold cave yeah <laughs> figure out all those rock puzzles and sliding floors oh no uh so when you come out on the violet side you are on a tiny little island in another much smaller pond this time okay uh, you can either take a path to the west that reads that leads out to route 31 which is just north of violet city it's right around violet city okay um, but by surfing south across the pond and following that path of narrow hallways and ledges more ledges uh to the southeast exit, that takes you out to Route 46, which is just above Route 29, which is right outside of New Barktown. Okay. So we've done a complete circuit. We lapped them. Around it. We did We did the Johto route. 
there are a couple of Pokemon you can only catch here on the violet side of Dark Cave. You have a 1% chance of catching Dunsparce. Oh, I love that dumb boy. <laughs> on the Blackthorn side, there's a 15% chance of catching Wobbuffet. Okay. In Crystal, that is only at nighttime. Wobbuffets only come out at night. Sure. In in Pokemon Crystal. Well. It's weird that Gold and Silver had the day-night cycle. It had all yeah. three times of day, and they didn't really do much with it until Crystal. And then even in the remakes, they ignore it again. Really? Yeah. I mean, there might be some, like, Sentrits come out at night and Hoot Hoots come out. Flip, Flip that. <laughs> Centric comes out in the day. Who who comes out at night? Right. But for a lot of these ones, like the rare ones especially, they just like they're always out. They come out whenever. That's so weird. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, I know why they saved it for Crystal. I just don't know why they went back. Because like getting sil- gold and silver out was hard enough that they didn't need to add any more stuff. So right. when they finally <laughs> had a chance to like mess it a little bit for Crystal. They did. Yeah. But like. Why take that out for the remakes? I don't know. It's weird. No other game really does it like Crystal did. Crystal went all in on the day-night cycle, like yeah. time of day stuff. And no other games have it, but not to the extent I, that Crystal Sun did Sun and it. Moon kind of tried that, but yeah. it just really made it so that I never played during the day because I could only play at night. So I should have got Moon if I wanted to play during the day. Right. <laughs> made a mistake. I like Solgaleo better anyway. So uh, so this comes out on to Route 46. Which is a tiny little route, completes the circuit around the region. Uh, there's a gatehouse on the southern exit that leads to Route 29, which is just outside of New Barktown. Okay. Uh, just outside of the cave is a tiny little grotto tucked behind some trees. There's a couple berry or apricot trees. They're apricot trees in the remakes because right. you can get regular berries other ways. Right. Because they like really fleshed out the berry system. They made it a full-fledged thing. Yeah. Over two generations. Right. Um, and the path down contains more ledges. So you can't go into the cave. You can't go back up into the cave uh, once you jump down them. On this route, there's 5% chance of Jigglypuff. And in Crystal only, during the morning, you can get Fampies at 5%. Okay. So that's it. We've come back home. It's been a long journey. That's a big loop. That's a very satisfying loop. We had to do some weird stuff in the middle, but like... like, Just go out to an island for a minute. You know... Take a dip, do do some stuff. But that's like a really good loop. It's good. It's a good yeah. lap. A lot of people don't like Johto because it is linear. Heavy air quotes. I mean, so is they're all they're, they all are kind of like that. They're, I don't know. I I don't mind linearity. I don't. It's a game. Yeah, I I see the appeal of open world games. Right. Um, but I also don't mind advancing in a straightforward fashion i mean here, here's the thing is if jodo would have been more like open then what like what do you number one what do you gain from that like the, yeah you know who it's pokemon you can go wherever like you can <laughs> you can go past a place right you know like you just have to go through it we don't have to like do everything there first but also you have a whole other region coming at you in a minute so like you're gonna want to get through that a little quicker to open up the whole world so you can get it, like, really open, you know? Yeah. And it's true. When you first get to Goldenrod, you can literally run into the gym, beat Whitney, and leave. But, I mean, that's not Johto's fault. That's on you. Yeah. Explore the city. Yeah. Take- you shouldn't... The game shouldn't have to stop you to get you to do that. Yeah. They should, like... I mean, especially if you, if you want an open world game and you are not exploring things, like... <laughs> 
what are you what's the plan what's your problem with this game i I don't know people just like to complain um oh boy oh boy do they (laughs) we are back in new bark town there is a little strip of water just on the eastern edge that we are about to surf across uh, but that'll be next time oh boy well now that we are done with uh, those little places and routes uh let's go do a spotlight yeah It's Skarmory! Skarmory's Pokemon number 227. It is the Armor Bird Pokemon. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm glad it's not just like the Slice Pokemon. The Slice Goose. Or like (laughs) the plane, the Jet Pokemon. Slice Goose is definitely in Gen 8. You heard it here first, folks. Breaking news. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Meltan's the first Gen 8 Pokemon, kind of. Te- sort of, technically. Because it is in Let's Go. Which is Which technically not... is like a Gen 7. It's like, that's like, it's Gen it's, 1.9. It's the Gen 7 remake. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Skarmory's a steel flying type, standing at 5'7", and I don't know if that's toe-to-tip or wingspan. Uh, it's hard to tell with Skarmory because Skar- they Skarmory, show it in so many ways. Skarmory does have like a vertical upper body, like it, yeah. like it's it is a standing bird, so it's a little hard to tell. I don't know. It's tall. It's a tall slice goose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it weighs hundred and eleven point three pounds. Uh, its ability is so made of aluminum foil. No, sorry, al- I don't, I don't aluminium. Think, yeah, they should have. Maybe jack the weight up a little bit. It's metal. You should be heavier. Yeah. Uh, its abilities can be keen eye, which prevents accuracy loss. Right. Sturdy prevents a one-hit KO. Okay. Or its hidden ability is weak armor, which will decrease your defense but increase your speed when you're hit with a physical move. Oh, maybe that's why it's made of aluminum, is so it can fly. Kind of, yeah. Because if it was a flying, t- if it was made of anything heavier, it would be very tricky to get that right. that boy off the air, off well, the ground. Let's talk about it. Okay. Skarmory's entire body is encased in hard, protective armor, though their wings are actually hollow and relatively light, which gives them the ability to fly with ease at speeds up to, are you ready? Oh boy. 190 miles per hour. That's fast. In Ultra Moon, they nerfed it a little bit. 185 miles per okay. hour. Okay, <laughs> well, it's, it's good. They, they did the math, and much, like, there's a little more drag on, on this one. <laughs> much more reasonable. <laughs> Um, they make their nests in bramble bushes, and scratches from the thorns are what cause the wings of their young to grow hard and sturdy. Oh, I like that. Uh, and no one else is sleeping there. It's a bramble <laughs> bush. <laughs> Once a year, they completely regrow their wings um, to restore their sharp edges after they've been damaged and battered over the course of their many battles. Okay. It is said that feathers taken from fallen skarmory were used as swords by warriors in the ancient times, However, in the modern times, they are processed and used to create kitchen knives. <laughs> <laughs> like the fine cutlery. Like your your yeah. hibachi. Yeah. Your good, good, your infomercial grade kitchen knives. This is my favorite part. On rainy days, they prefer to stay in their nests to avoid rusting. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. So I guess their skin, when they're born, is made out of like a soft proto metal yeah and as it cuts and scars from the brambles it heals it and heals gets stronger into metal metal i like that a lot yeah, that's very, very cool. weird but i like it 
Also, they go very fast for how sharp their feathers are. Yeah. 195 mile an hour knife crane. Just slice, that's that slice goose, man. They, yeah, they, man. It's a quick. That would be terrifying if like five of them just flew around <laughs> and wanted you dead because they could do that. You imagine you're just like having a nice walk by the mountain river. Yeah. You know, flew up to Blackthorn to hike back for a day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden you just hear like clink, clink. And you look up and there's just Skarmory's fighting in the sky and their sword feathers are falling down <laughs> around you. It's raining knives <laughs> because of these two slice geese. Crazy. Ooh, that would be very scary. They might be the scariest Pokemon we've covered so They're, far. They are pretty frightening looking. <laughs> yeah. Um, not a lot of trivia. They do have the highest base defense of all flying types in Gen 3. I think one of the big competitive strategies was Skarm Bliss. Okay. Because Skarmory has such a high defense. I think probably like the highest non-legendary at that point. Right. And Blissey has such a high special defense that you would just swap between the two depending on what you were fighting. Okay. And you'd be almost unstoppable, except everybody did that. And so battles were just battles real long. sucked. Wouldn't you just like get a very tough Pokemon with type advantage? Like... <laughs> Like a very strong matchup. The other thing I don't like about competitive is just if you watch like the VGCs, yeah, so much switching and stalling. Yeah, just well, like, that's it's baseball. <laughs> it's, yeah, you, it's old baseball. You have to either switch your Pokemon or predict that your opponent will switch a Pokemon, and like that you have one out that can hit what they're switching into because they think you're going to switch, but you're not going to switch. Because you're going to hit them. It's time travel crap will fry your brain <laughs> like an egg. <laughs> uh, for its origin, it has a lot in common with the Andean condor and cranes, uh, which are both held in high regards in Japan. Okay. Um, I didn't look these up. I meant to, but I I just didn't get around to it because I finished these like very shortly before I had to go. Sure. <laughs> uh, it also has some similarities to mythological metallic birds such as the Stymphalian birds, Gagana and Alicanto, which I, again, I wanted to really look those up. I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever heard of that. But I did not. So I don't know. They are mythological metal birds. And so I, I'm going to look them up after because yeah, I'm very oh, interested in like what they are. Yeah, definitely. The origin of its concept could actually be a pun on the Japanese words uh, suru, which means crane. And I think that might not specifically, but most of the time be in regards to like a paper crane. Right. And surugi, which means sword. Okay. Um, and its wings resemble traditional Japanese paper hand fans. Right. Um, which Katana uses metal versions as a weapon. Yeah. So. Did you say what its Japanese name is? I haven't yet. Okay. Uh, Skarmory is probably a combination of Sky and Armory or Armor. Its Japanese name is so weird. <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it. It's Armed. Air, hold on, sorry. A, let me spell it for you. Yes. A-I-R-M-D. Uh-huh. That would be, hold on, A-I-R-M-D? Yep. That would be Irmed. <laughs> Which I feel like, I feel like it, if you are a Japanese speaker... That is close to armed. That's what it says. It's either a combination or a pun on air and armed. Yeah. yeah. So that would make sense because AI is I. Right. Um, so it'd be armed, which also sounds like iron a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So there's that too. Skarmory's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty rad. 
Uh, I never. I didn't like it before, but now I. I now I'm kind of digging it. Skarmory's always been one of those Pokemon that I'm like, one of these days I'm gonna have a Skarmory, and I, or like I'll get one, and I'll be like, I'm gonna use you later. Like I'll, yeah. I'll get around to it sometime. But like I never have. And maybe I did when I was a kid when I had like gold or silver. The, but like the problem with Skarmory is that it isn't. Despite being able to fly 185 miles an hour, <laughs> I don't think it's a very fast battle well, Pokemon. No, because you battle on the ground. In a sore battle... Oh, forget it. It'd be very, it's probably <laughs> the same. It's probably the same up there. Yeah, they could. They should have done a lot more with yeah. them. It would have been great if like bird Pokemon had different stats in a sore battle. Yeah. That would, that would kick butt. <sighs> anyway, what would you name a Skarmory? I think Katana. After the Mortal Kombat character, not the sword. Not the sword. Right, right. That's yes. a Katana. Not a kitana. kitana. Right, of course. <laughs> Everyone knows that, Josh. <laughs> You're right. Um, I, I'm trying to think of a good sword. Like, I think Claymore is a little obvious, but, like, also, it's a tall boy, so, like, that might be a good name for a big sword goose. Yeah. So, yeah, or Slice Goose, if it would fit. It'll fit. Yeah. It would definitely fit now. Probably not then. You'd have It'd to, like, drop the S L C. G O O S S L Y Z G O O S Slice Slice Goose S L Y Z G U S Slice Goose It's also Josh. Why did you just give out my license plate on this podcast? Now I'm gonna get doxxed. Uh, you want to go write some nicknames? Yeah, sure. All right. All right, Josh, are you ready to rate some nicknames? Yeah, hit me. Hey, it's been a while since we've gotten this far into a podcast, and we're just starting the nickname section, and let me tell you. <laughs> it's that damn news. It's, it's all that news. Hey, Pokemon. Quit it with the news. Stop talking about stuff. Just don't, just, hey. Number one, for us, for your friends, Jake and Josh, don't tell us anything anymore. But also, like, do it once. Like, I'm very surprised we haven't got a, like, Koga trailer yet. <laughs> I mean, this next, right? Like, it's got to, it's, yeah. it's either that or Blaine. Or Sabrina. Or Sabrina. I don't know if you're supposed to do Koga or Sabrina first. I think you're no supposed to go down That's and do trick. Koga first. I think. Koga is first in the line. <laughs> For those of you who can't see Josh, <laughs> he has tattoos of the Pokemon Gym badges from Generation 1 on his forearm, and he just looked at it to see which one the order is. <laughs> so Koga's first. Koga's official. first. It's on my body, so it has to be true. That's the truth. Can't, can't dispute a tattoo. We have a system here where we rate Pokemon nicknames that you submit from 1 to 5. That is Pokeball, Premier Ball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, Master Ball. We only get one Master Ball per person per episode. And we can't give it out retroactively. And if you want your nicknames rated for the Pokemon we did the spotlight on last time, you gotta send them in to Twitter using hashtag PWTRate or email, which we got one email, but I don't think it was for Kingdra. So I don't know how we're gonna handle that. I'll look at it we'll see when we get through. Yeah, we're at for time. <laughs> yeah. So we got quite a few because we we didn't take a month and a half off this time. So we we uh, we got quite a few. First up from James at Son of Blaine. Uh, since I've been reading slash watching a lot of JoJo, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, an anime that I 
probably won't ever get maybe i will i shouldn't say never <laughs> that definitely feels like that's a lot farther down the weird side it's, it's apparently the i mean i've heard a podcast about it joe hadfield was on uh fifth draw wild and explained it and it, it didn't make no sense but there was a point where they went around europe putting jesus back together like a mr potato head so like maybe i'll check it out <laughs> we can't all be bad so since I've been reading slash watching a lot of JoJo, I've picked 90s alternative music references as my Let's Go naming convention. So that's what he's going to be using when he gets okay. to Let's Go. So to stretch his muscles, his Kendra would be Deep Blue Something. That's a good one. It's a pretty good one. Hey, Josh. Yeah. Deep Blue Something. That's not... That is... Who, who, which one, which one Deep is... Deep Blue Something is Breakfast at Tiffany's. That is... Bre- okay. <laughs> that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure if it was that... Or, and I've forgotten what I was going to say now. So definitely wasn't that one. <laughs> anyway, Deep Blue Something. Pretty good. That's a good one. I think I'm going to Ultra Ball that. Yeah, I like it a lot. Also, it's a very good naming convention. Yeah. Because there's a lot of 90s alternative music. There is. I love most of it. Next up is from, uh, display name is Jojo Haunted, uh, at Martin Johansson. Oh, yeah, 20. it's October 1st now, guys. So. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> everyone's good, just going to be very spooky. I'm Jake O'Lantern. I am Josh S. Pumpkins. There's two kinds of people in this world. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say Jojo is this person's name. Uh, I would name a Kingdra something like Soaker, because I see Kingdra as a living super soaker, if super soakers could also shoot dragon beams. Um, in my ultra moon game i had a star me i just straight up named super soaker okay <laughs> he's very good i love star me this one does look this isn't little... about star me though no, we're not talking about we're talking about kingdra that's a kind of a super soaker it's pretty much a gun it's a little bit of gun <laughs> that shoots water so i'm gonna i'm gonna say great ball i'll great ball it soaker is pretty good definitely a great ball yeah. it's just soaker alone feels like it's missing something and it's, admittedly it's just, super soaker is a little clunky for a name for a pokemon yeah um i think soaker actually is a pretty good name for a because go soaker like that's you know it's got like two syllables it's not too like tricky yeah. to get out but yeah it just it feels like it's missing something yeah so next up is from i this is this is lewis who is scream ca instead of uh lewis CA uh, at, at, <laughs> at boss <laughs> at boss LCA on Twitter. Uh, he says Kingdra Presley, and then there's Kingdra. Yeah, there's the king. Okay, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. I don't think it's a pre. I don't think this reminds me of Elvis. I don't. I think it's more of a play on King, which yeah. I'm not, I don't hate that. I, I think that's I enough. Like it. That's enough to get a great ball out of me. I think I'm also gonna great ball that. Next up is from Benny at Ben Active on Twitter. This is a quote. <laughs> his nickname is a quote? His nickname is, well, the nickname is within the quote. It's okay. in all caps, so I figured out what the nickname is. But this <laughs> is the whole tweet. It just says hashtag PWT rate and then quote. We shall call him Deep Father and bask in his glorious madness. So Deep Father. Deep Father. But I don't know why you did this. That well, does look like my big deep dad. This is your deep dad. <laughs> this is your deep blue dad. <laughs> Deep uh, father. Deep father. Uh, All look, caps. <laughs> I feel like Kingdra. I feel like Kingdra might be Claire's father. <laughs> <laughs> she does have blue hair. She does. She's got that deep blue hair. 
Uh, I think I'm going to Ultra Ball Deep Father. I, I really like that. I, I'm going to Great Ball Deep Father. I want to know what that quote is from. It seems like it's like just some Lovecraftian kind of kind of cosmic horror nonsense. Ah, uh. uh, but maybe it's maybe it's in a ridge. Maybe it's a Benny a ridge, and he quoted himself. <laughs> Yeah, if you can't quote yourself, who can you quote? I mean, you don't have to quote yourself because you're saying it. Well, right? look, here's the internet. It's hard to retone. Who knows? <laughs> Next up is from AJ at AJ Sharer. Uh, for Kingdra, I went with Triton, as in Ariel's dad. He's a buff sea daddy like Kingdra. And then there's just a picture of her buff, deep blue sea daddy. <laughs> I don't get a lot of Triton vibes from Kingdra I, either. I also, which is weird because that's the king of the sea. Yeah. And this is Kingdra. King of the draw. King of the dragons. <laughs> I don't know. I like. I don't dislike Triton. I feel like it's I a wet it's name. I think it's a great ball. I'm going to great ball it. It's called a wet name. It's a wet name. <laughs> Triton sounds wet. It does. Which is weird because it got a lot of hard consonants, but it still all comes together in a nice wet noise. <laughs> I'll great ball it too. <laughs> you just want to get away from me. Um, clear, clear out the top spot. Because <laughs> we're at Shannon's. Okay. It's from... That Shannon. I'll tell you right now, Deep Father's the front runner on my. Okay, well, okay, this one has a story. This okay, okay. (laughs) Sometimes that can be good. Sometimes that can be bad. Well, here we go. Uh, again, from Shannon, my kingdra is named Kevin. I saw this tweet actually. (laughs) In preschool, a boy named Kevin let me play with one of his sisters, My Little Ponies, a sea pony, obviously. Picture attached. Yeah. Okay. So I kept it. <laughs> um, I still have it. This is a new bespoke picture for us. <laughs> uh, the, I didn't know they had like sea ponies. This is like a this is like a Gen One or two. Yeah, it's like an old that pony. thing is freaky. It's a little weird, but like seahorses. Yeah, sea ponies. Sea ponies. Of course. So, uh, so she kept it, and she still has it. The real sea monster here is me, but you know my stolen goods had his name on it, so it's the least I can do. Um, the follow up to this <laughs> I was going to say there's more to this story there's more to this story because I said every every piece of the Shannon Maynard puzzle is a wonder it's a, just a gift it's a treasure <laughs> for all of us and she says I wish the marker didn't fade so you could see where, ha- where I had my mom write <laughs> our last name on the other side so it seemed more officially mine than his in case he told on me <laughs> so I'm going to ultra ball Kevin I also will ultra ball Kevin. Kevin by itself with no story, I think would get a great ball out of me. Yeah. Just because it's a people name for a Pokemon. Honestly, and Kevin is like a good Pokemon name. Kevin Kingdra feels like a little bit like a Kevin. It looks a little bit like a Kevin. Maybe not as stressed out as Kevin, but no, well, that's one specific <laughs> Kevin. Uh but yeah, definitely an Ultra Ball, because that is a perfect story. Yeah. Um so I, I can't believe your mom wrote <laughs> <laughs> she told her mom mom you have to write our mom. and it has to be my mom so it's good handwriting mom, so I they know i stole this toy please brand it and make it mine <laughs> just uh what a what a gift uh next up is from tanner at sparky upstart i name a kingdra leroy derived from the french lois Meaning the king. It means the Roy. <laughs> this is French for the Roy, uh, which means the king. I like that a lot. I think that's pretty good. Leroy, another good people name for a Pokemon. Yeah. I'm going to Ultra Ball that. Um, yeah. Uh, this is from Daniel at created underscore king. Uh, I would name my kingdom Jimmy after Jimmy King from the movie Ready to Rumble because for some reason, kingdom reminds me of Oliver Platt. 
Now, this one I don't know if I if I, I make that leap. I've seen that movie a shameful amount of times. I have I can count the number of times I've seen it on two fingers. <laughs> I've seen it maybe 30 times. <laughs> there was a significant portion of my life where this is my favorite movie because it was Amen. a WCW wrestling movie. We were all teenagers. That was dumb. <laughs> And exactly for me when I was 12 to 15-ish. It's a good, um, dumb movie. Yeah. If you just need to, like, turn off for an hour and a half, just this, watch Ready to Rumble. This is to, to do it. I still quote this movie all the time. <laughs> I think about it constantly. I don't think Kingdra is Jimmy King even a tiny bit. Jimmy King is a, is a, is a slack off. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to premiere ball. I was thinking the same thing. I don't make the jump to Jimmy King. It's not Pokeball level. Like it's a premiere ball. I'm yeah. a premiere ball. It's not like you named it Sea Dragon. Yeah. Um Sea <laughs> <laughs> Dramon. The Digimon. <laughs> also, Tanner uh in a follow tweet says, I just remembered it's not fully evolved though. I have a Seedra in Pokemon Go named Macklemore, and I don't know why. Look, Pokemon Go nicknames are the Wild West. There's no rules. It's yeah. just whatever strikes you. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to name that because we're a Cedra, but I, I just, I like that sometimes people are like, why is this nickname this? I don't know. When you come back to a Pokemon like months later and you're like, where was I at in my life <laughs> when I named Cedra Macklemore? <laughs> uh, next up is from Lean Bean Cuisine at Thou Stuff. Ledger, the snoot is there. That's it. That's that's it. That's the whole. Also, uh, Snubble, and there's just a gif of Snubble. Okay, well, you get at least a premiere you, ball. You're at premiere ball for pandering for to pandering. us. Because <laughs> uh, hey, we're not the government. We don't have to be like. I mean, well, not no. the current government, but you know, we don't have to be subjective about the anything. The only the only rules here we made up. Yeah. So <laughs> this is all. No fake. one's going to arrest us yeah. but us. Podcast cops can't touch us. <laughs> We've been doing this for, for almost five years. We're basically invincible. <laughs> so Ledger. Does Heath Ledger have a snoot? I don't think so. I don't think so. Is there another ledger? That's like a job, right? You can be a ledger. Or a book. Oh, maybe that's ledger. what I'm thinking. I mean, I <laughs> it's think... It's a book, not a per... A person's not a I ledger. Think a, I think a person who uses a ledger is a ledger main, but I'm not okay. 100% certain on that. But also, I think Great Ball... I don't think a book has a snoot either. I don't know where the snoot's coming I'm from. I'm going to premiere ball it. You know what? I talked myself down to a premiere ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is from Vigil at Half Vigilante. Uh, I was recently on her podcast, which should be out in two weeks or so, on the 16th. Um, talking about Breath of the Wild. Nice. The podcast cops are on their way. We we oh, should have no. waited. We should have waited. <laughs> we didn't hit that five-year mark. Now we're going to podcast jail, which is just rabbits. <laughs> uh, next up from Janine. Oh, we didn't we didn't do vigils because the cops came and we had to pause for a second. They didn't really come. That's a joke. There was crime in my neighborhood <laughs> or fire or something. So vigil says uh, female Kingdra named Queendra, obviously. So sure. She, she's got two. So or a male one named Shinsuke. The King of Strong Style. Oh, the King of Strong Style. Yeah. Hmm. They don't call him that anymore. <laughs> well, no. Now he's uh, the United States would knock America, <laughs> which is also pretty good. <laughs> I love that the United States champion is just like, 
they are America. It's either it's either if John a heel, Cena or, yeah. a, or a foreign heel. <laughs> uh, so Shinsuke is pretty easy. It's a great ball. Yeah, it's a great ball. Queendra is just I don't know. I'm also gonna great ball Queendra. I'm, I think it's just obvious enough that like duh, there it is. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> well, hey, I, it, I'm gonna pokeball it, but I ooh, do feel a little bad. <laughs> hey, you know what? She'll bounce back. Uh, next is from Janine. This is it. Dute. Duked? Dute. D-O-O-T. Oh, dute. 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 Get him, dute. <laughs> I'm, this is... That's how people in South Boston say dude. Chad, dude. They don't say dute. <laughs> Maybe not and, South and Boston. And they don't say dude as that's much. That's a, a, that's, that's that's a how guy a, town. That's how a dude bro says dude. Yeah, that's... It's, well, it's more of a... <laughs> Like a frat boy. So, yeah, that's a that's a, a Cambridge uh, frat boy pretending he's from Southie. That's not. <laughs> that's not Southie is more of a guy or a kid or a. Kid, excuse you. I was putting. I was. I wasn't putting the stank on it. I'm sorry, because I have to swear to get into the accent, and I don't want to edit that. Um, but here's the thing about Dude is that's what my uncle, who my little brother is named after, that was what my cousins called him when they were little. Oh, was Dude. So I really like that. I'm an ultra ballad. I like dude. It's pretty good. It's definitely a good like. Go get him, dude. 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 Hey, dude. Dude. Dude, you catch the game, dude. <laughs> hey, dude. Boss is playing tonight. <laughs> dude, you gotta check out the pass. playing. Yeah, Noma freaking a... hit it over the green monster, kid. They're like pushing Thursday night football like real hard. It was on in the electronics TVs at work, and okay. there's like on Sling. There's commercials for it. Where it's like, Patriots are playing the Colts on Thursday. Can you believe it's not on pay-per-view? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's football. <laughs> I don't know why I started talking about that. I don't know. Got to talk Because Boston goes right to Patriots. I dude it too hard. Brady. I do like dude. I'm going to great ball it. All right. Next up is from Christina at Seawoods Art. Uh, my PWT rate for this week is Coraline. Both Coral, like Kingers Horns, and Coraline, the blue-haired heroine. From the movie? From the movie, Coraline. Coraline. That's about like a spider mom, right? Well, there is a spidered mom. Okay. It's about- It's a, not about her, but she's in it's, it. I haven't seen the movie. Um, I should, uh, but I have not yet. I think it's a girl who goes to like an alternate nightmare version and like she- her. Oh, it's like Claymation Silent Hill. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay. For kids. Yeah. Coraline. <laughs> Silent Hill for the whole family. For, the whole family can enjoy. Kids, spider moms, everybody. Um, I like to play on Coral, but Kingdra doesn't feel like a spoopy Pokemon, and I feel like Coraline is a spoopy movie. Well, oh, yes. So that reference, I think, gets a little bit lost, but... Well, Coral's pretty good. I like the name, too. I do like the name, and I name. do like that it ties into the blue hair. Yeah, as opposed to just it's named after the character and not the movie, right? Yeah, so that helps it. I think I can great ball Coraline. I'm a, I'm a great ball this also. And finally, from Riley, uh, Riley says for Kendra, I've recently been really into my own bull s. Riley, <laughs> this is a family show. Riley, Riley, <laughs> uh, but I'd name it Samothy's just because it sounds regal and references my current obsession. I have no idea what that is. I don't get it. It's what's Samothies? Samothies. It looks like Samothas. I love a good Samotha. <laughs> it's my favorite Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> um, Samothies is 
it is a regal sounding name, but you can put a, a these at the end of anything. Yeah. And I'd be like, that's a little regal because it's like fancy Greek, you know? I don't know if Riley is talking about the uh, Assassin's Creed game that just came out or not. Oh, maybe. I looked earlier because I saw them talking about Samothies and someone being in a sword. And I was like, what is this, Riley? So I scrolled down a little bit. No, no context, no actual proper title, so I have no idea. Anyway, I'm going to great ball Samothies because I'm having fun saying it so many times. <laughs> you have said it a lot, and now I feel like it doesn't mean anything. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think I have to premiere ball it. That's fair. Yeah. It's whatever you're, whatever I feel like I've says. been a curmudgeon this time, but well, you know you what? You only did two. <laughs> you only had two. Oh, yeah, I guess we both did a premiere ball on one that I don't even remember because that was several minutes ago. And that's it. That's all we got for names. Yeah, Master Ball and Deep Father. I am Master Balling Kevin Kevin's for that close. Odyssey. <laughs> that I just can't, I can't believe Shannon Maynard's is real sometimes. <laughs> Which is wild because we'll also talk to Cassidy Stone on, like, when we're doing Sequinox, who also seems like she is a made-up person. <laughs> and it's like, how do we know these two radical ladies? I don't know. I don't know how we did it. Just lucky, I guess. Uh, so that's it for... Name rating, uh, if you want to send us your names, we'll tell you where to do that in just a second, but use the hashtag PWT rate, or else. I don't look at anything else. So uh, let's go wrap up. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. This is going to do it for us for today. If you want to get a hold of us, if you want to talk to us online, anywhere, we are on Twitter at PWT Podcast, or you can email us at PWTPodcast at gmail.com. And we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and a whole bunch of other podcatchers and reviewers like Podknife. Uh, you can head over to one of those places, leave us a rating and review, and we would really appreciate it. Yeah. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh for as little as a dollar a month to get some neat stuff in return, including spotlights, which... We skipped September on accident. We have one recorded. I just didn't edit it. So I'm going to say spotlights will be monthly unless they're every other month. They will be monthly starting in 2020. <laughs> well, that's a, it gives us a year and a half, a year and change. There will be some in between. Yeah. Just by then we should have so many banked. We should. Uh, <laughs> but we got one. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but it's a very good one. Um, I'm going to try to get that one out this week um, sometime. Maybe maybe next week. Uh, within October. It will definitely be out in October. It's just sitting on my desktop. I just haven't edited it yet. As what ha- It will not be a year and a half. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Um, but if you go over there, uh, you also get, uh, early episodes. Usually, I think the last couple haven't made it there because it's been, uh, I finish it late and I send it to you when I go to bed kind of thing. Um, but if they are finished earlier than that, they go up on Patreon. Uh, there's also stuff for PWT United. Go check it out. Check it out. Go check Patreon out. Uh, we are going to see you in two weeks for what now? Where are we going in two weeks? Uh, up next is the Tojo Falls. Oh, right. Yeah. That's a juicy- kind of a kind of a big deal it's a juicy one yeah there's some weird stuff that goes on there so i'm excited about that i blacked out but until then right <laughs> so next week is pokemon world tour united uh where we are finishing up the coliseum two weeks from that we're going to dojo falls but until then smell, smell you later
They're mythology, myth- mythological. <laughs> Let me try that again. Okay. 